0: roundup time by chester cohen this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org read by chuck williamson roundup time by chester cohen my wife don't believe me that's why she made me come here I don't think you're going to believe me either. But it's the God's honest truth. And the money's mine. Hell, I wouldn't never steal. I know there's a lot of fellas in my fix that do, but not me. I always been honest. And I always got along okay. Uh, excuse me, but are you taking this down just the way I'm telling it? Because I can't talk so good? I ain't had much schoolin'. And I want this took down just the way I'm telling it. Because it's going to be hard enough to believe. Okay. Thanks. The whole thing started yesterday morning. I went out early because my wife was sick. And I wanted to try and get as much as I could by myself. In case there are going to be doctor bills. And it's a lot tougher going it alone. count my wife plays the banjo. And that's a big help. Well... The subway take on the way from Brooklyn was pretty poor, so I got off at Columbus Circle and headed for the park. I figured it being the 4th of July holiday, there'd be pretty good pickings there. But hell, I never figured it was going to be that good. I had a little trouble getting across 59th Street. You know, where they have been doing all that digging. And I took a bad spill there. My crutches slipped on that damn gravel they got spread all over the place. I don't usually have trouble navigating that way, uh, but this morning I was still kind of sleepy, and I wasn't watching myself enough. Yeah, I went right on my ear. That's how I got this cut here. As if I hadn't had enough trouble there. This real nice guy come running over and helps me out. He talked real funny, sort of with his teeth, like I couldn't make out what he said. A furriner, I figured. Then when we get to the curb, he takes off like a bat out of hell into the park. That's when I noticed he was dressed kind of funny, too. Like the creases on his pants was on the sides, and his jacket was on backwards, and he didn't have no shoes on, just... Some kind of floppy red socks, it looked like, with a lot of yellow tassels on them. Must be a character from the village, I figured. I seen a lot of queer ducks down there in my time. Then I forgot about because I spotted a couple of young kids sitting on the stone bench near the gate, and they looked like a good touch. So I dusts off my hat and gives them a try. But they was still looking Popeye toward the park, where the funny character went, and didn't give me a tumble at all. So I moved along into the park, and to hell with them. There was only a couple of bums sleeping on the benches near the gate, and I went on up the grade and around the bend. It was slow going uphill, and my leg was hurting, and when I finally got there, all the benches on both sides of the walk was empty. I thought, hell, I'm too early. But I kept on going, even though my shoulders was starting to hurt now. I didn't want to grab a rest till I took in a couple of bucks at least. The ground level's off there, and it was easy going. So I tried to get up a little speed, remembering there was a place up ahead where people always sit on the grass and get the sun. And all the way, the benches was empty and not a soul in sight nowheres. I was thinking maybe there was some kind of celebrating goin' on, and I oughta been going up towards the mall, but I knew it was too early for anything like that, so I kept on goin'. And a damn good thing I did, cause when I reached the big field, uh, you know, where the road cuts off, there was a fair-sized crowd standing around there. They was all looking off toward the middle of the field, and I couldn't make out from where I was what was going on. And I didn't care much, anyways, because I don't care nothing about them parades and stuff. So I just started making my rounds. Oh, well, it was the damnedest thing I ever seen. All them people started shelling out soon as I came up to them. Without even looking at me, I thought I was going to pass out right there, seeing all them green backs floppin' into my hat. One guy threw in wallet and all. (laughs) Looking at these crazy people, I seen they was all talking, and they looked like they was talking to themselves, because nobody turned a head, just kept staring all glassy-eyed, like they was doped up. The old guy that threw in his whole wallet was saying something like, This is the finest performance of Scarlatti I've ever heard. Positively brilliant. There was a skinny kid standing next to the old gent, and his lips was moving fast. Jeepers, he was saying, real Dixieland. And his buddy was standing there, tapping his feet and yellin', Hear that boogie beat? Man, that's Albert Ammons and Pete Johnson at their best. A little ways in, a fat guy, standing on somebody's Panama hat, says, Chopin! I just love Chopin! His big flabby lips was slapping together hard. The big chesty old lady with him had one of them little wrinkled up mouths. And I could hardly make out what she was saying because her lips didn't hardly move at all when she talked. But it was something like chamber music, my dear. So lovely. Everybody's mouth was going. Everybody I looked at was saying something about music. And they all looked like They was having the time of their life, and they kept right on shelling out as I moved along through them. Then I gets to the edge of the crowd, and I spot what they're all staring at. It's nobody but my old friend Queer Pants, the nice guy that helped me on 59th Street when I took that spell. He's standing out there in the middle of the field with his back to the crowd, waving his arms like crazy. Looked just like he was leading a band. Queerest thing I ever seen. Because there ain't nothing in front of him. exceptin' trees and grass. <laughs> a couple of minutes later, he throws his hands down. Like he's stopping something. And then he turns around towards the crowd and bends over real low. And the crowd goes nuts. Their mouths are wide open. screamin' and yellin', And they're clapping their hands like... They was at a circus or something. Queer Pan spins over a couple of times now, then he swings around again, sort of taps the air in front of him, stretches his arms up over his head for a second, and then starts slinging him around again. Right away, everybody shuts their traps and goes on staring again. They all look like they've been crying, but happy-like. I'm standing there, trying to figure out how maybe it's some kind of gag. And there's maybe a band hidin' in the trees or something like that. When out of the corner of my eye, I spots this cop coming towards me. Oh, I ducks into the crowd real fast and starts stuffing all the dough into my pockets. Soon's the hat's empty, I takes a peek through the crowd. And there's the blue coat, rocking on his heels with a big grin spread on his fat face. This I had to see, so I moves over real quiet-like, and his mouth is going like sixty. It's the old Killarney, he's saying. But Jesus, i have never heard the like. Me poor old Mither should be here now. God bless the man. And all the time, the crowd's getting bigger and bigger. Cars stop along the road. A couple people ride over on horses. Two women with baby carriages pushes in, and a big guy with glasses, carrying about ten books, drops them on the grass and starts clenching his fists. Now I see Queer Pants has taken a bow again, and everybody has beaten their hands. All of a sudden, Queer Pants jumps around and takes off towards the woods, hopping across the grass like a rabbit and waving his arms around again as he goes. Lucky I'm on the outside, or I would have been trampled. It was like somebody yelled fire in a movie. The whole mob beats it across the grass, knocking into each other, everybody trying to get ahead. I let them go and went back to the sidewalk. I know where that woods lets out. It leads right back to Central Park West, and it's a long way around. I can easy beat him by going up the sidewalk. And I do. I'm already waitin' outside when Queer Pants comes hoppin' out with the whole mob runnin' after him. Looks like they had picked up lots more people on the way, cause now there's hundreds followin' him. I damn near chokes when Queer Pants jumps the red light. But traffic just stops dead for him. Brakes jammin' up and down the street for about a mile. He's headin' straight cross town towards the river, it looks like, and I'm thinking damn, this I gotta see! but I can't figure no way to catch up with them. Then I see the traffic on the other side of the street is starting to turn right in after the tail end of the mob. And the same thing starts on my side, everybody trying to go down that side street at the same time, and everybody punching their horns like crazy. About four cars down from where I'm standing, there's a taxi in the line. So neat as you please, I goes down, opens his door, and climbs in. The cabbie don't even see me. In his mirror, I can see his face is as red as a beet, and he's yelling and cussing and beating on his horn button. Well, I pulls the door shut and makes myself comfy. Then all of a sudden, we start moving. As we cut around the corner, I see how we got our break. There's two cars locked bumpers in the other lane holding up the whole line. Now we're going straight cross-town at a pretty good clip. At Amsterdam, we swing uptown, up a big hill, and when we get to the top, I can see the crowd still racing along like mad. Way uptown, somewhere near a 125th, we turn west, run down the express highway, and end up in front of a beat-up old dock. There's hundreds of cars parked all over the place with their doors open and their engines running and everybody's racing toward the river. My driver was out before the cab hardly stopped. It took me a little while to get out. Then I had to be real careful navigating that old wharf. It was full of holes and big cracks and piles of junk lying around. Slow going. I was pretty beat by the time I reached the mob near the end of the wharf. There was two long lines of them moving along real slow. Up ahead, they was all going up a big red ramp that went up into the air off the dock and into a great big thing that was hanging in the air over the river. The thing looked like a big banana made out of glass. When I got nearer, I could see right into the thing. Inside it, there was a lot of little stalls, and people was all crowding into them, about four or five to a stall. As soon as they got in, a kind of door dropped down, and I couldn't see no way they could get out. But it didn't look like anybody was trying to get out. There was a big round table in each stall with a lot of food on them, and the people was standing around just eating like pigs in a sty. All the time I was watching... People kept piling into the thing, looking like they was singing their heads off. Some was clapping their hands and throwing their arms around like they was doing some kind of dance. For about an hour, people kept marching up that ramp until finally the end of the line came and they all got in. Except in the last one, a real skinny old man with a cane. Just as he got up to the top of the ramp, the hole in the side of the banana closed up, quick as a wink. All of a sudden, the thing starts to go straight up into the air, leaving the old man standing there on the edge of the ramp, waving his cane. Next thing, the old man goes over the edge and drops into the river. The banana-looking thing keeps going up into the air, going faster and faster and shining like a mirror. Smaller and smaller it gets, and then, pop, it's gone. Going back to the street, I was feeling sick. It was like everybody in the world was crazy except me. I felt lonesome. And all those cars parked every which way, with their doors open and their motors running. It was real scary. Well, I got out of there as fast as I could and took the subway home. And my wife wouldn't believe me when she's seen all that dough. But it's the truth. And I figure the only reason they didn't get me, whoever they was, is because I'm stone deaf and couldn't hear that guy's funny music. Do I get to keep the money, Your Honor? End of Roundup Time by Chester Cohen.